90% of all scientists that have ever been alive are alive today. That's a lot of information, but don't panic. It's not an exact science. Hey, Shannon, how are you? Uh, doing pretty well. How about yourself? Oh, can't complain. We're teaching workshops yet again. Uh, yeah, I know. I was just going to say that I'm still grading papers. It seems like we're always doing the same thing. <laughs> yep. So I'm I'm teaching three more days of Python and then helping with two days of Threads data server workshops. So it is a busy week. Man, that sounds like a barn burner right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, yeah, we're just in the, you know, lull of the mid-semester. People are starting to freak out about their grades. It's always amusing. But um, yeah, Mags Tomber is working great. So there's that. <laughs> hey, at least that's, that's new. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, I recently had a bunch of folks uh, over, a bunch of geoscientists, a bunch of nerds, and I've been sitting at my computer a lot, doing a lot of work. I've been listening to a lot of music. And I was pretty excited to introduce a lot of folks to some music from the Amoeba people recently. Oh, I know. I remember that making the rounds in our geology department. Uh, the geologists are coming, and it was a huge hit, and everyone was super excited. So I'm really excited about this week's show. Not because we're just going to talk about it, but... <laughs> exactly, because we emailed the Amoeba people, and they emailed back. Oh, yay! <laughs> <laughs> so, hi, guys. Welcome to the show. Hey, howdy. Thank you. Uh, we'll try not to like so, fangirl out on you a whole lot, all right? But... <laughs> fangirl away. It's fine. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so, guys, could you introduce yourselves and tell us uh, a little bit about yourselves? Uh, sure. This is Ray Hedgepeth, uh, the singer and guitarist of the Amoeba People, and a predominant songwriter, but uh, we do collaborate a lot on the songwriting. Um, but uh, I am a an elementary school teacher, actually, uh, by day, and a science rocker by night. <laughs> How's that for an intro? Awesome. I don't. I, yeah. I can't follow that. Very uh, I kill bugs for a living. My name's Dustin Jordan. I'm the drummer, and uh, I also sing a little bit live, uh, make weird noises on weird instruments. <laughs> true, true. Right and I'm Ryan Mosley. Uh, I play bass, uh, do some singing, play some keyboards. A little whistling from time to time, maybe some kazoo, if it calls for it. Uh, and I'm an electrician by trade. That's right. Awesome. Awesome. So how, how did the Amoeba people come to be? Well, that's a fantastic question. <laughs> um, basically, uh, we knew each other from a previous band we had played in, and there was a lot of great chemistry um, from that band. And... Um, as I mentioned already, I teach, so I, um, uh, you know, use a lot of music in my class uh, to teach uh, science. Um, I've always kind of done the science rotation at whatever grade level I'm at, and because um, it's my favorite subject to teach. And um, so I had a number of ideas and songs I was that I thought, you know, this stuff might actually work on stage somewhere if uh, we made it really dorky, like just cranked up the dork factor to ten. Um, and so I, I was like, this could actually be a really cool, it could be like the coolest science classroom because it's like on a stage, like, you know. So, uh, so that idea is where the, the concept for the band came from. So I approached Dustin and um, I originally approached him to do the album cover for what was going to be our first album. But my secret plan all along was to rope him into the band. It was very sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> and then when we combined, our, our dorkiness level jumped to 11. 
Yes, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> once Dustin and I joined forces, um, we were like, okay, now it's off the charts, dorky. And um, and then what we did was uh, we realized um, to to do it live, we were, we really needed a three piece to to because there's a lot of there's just a lot of um, you know, there's a lot of parts, there's a lot of harmonies, there's a lot of stuff going on. And so, um, so it was just like a no brainer that Ryan would be the guy that we called because, um, again, with the dork factor already cranked up to 11, we needed the most talented but dorkiest friend that we knew. I bring some serious dorkiness to the table, guys. I'm not going to lie to you. So I think Dustin and I had kind of worked on the idea for a few months and we had choreographed some ideas for live, but when we actually rehearsed it, as a two piece, it just wasn't working. I mean, it, was, it worked, but it felt like we we needed that Ryan Mosley. Yeah, we needed that Ryan Mosley filler to make it complete, and uh, <laughs> that's how the band started. And that was eight. Was it eight years ago? Eight, I think yeah. so. Yeah. yeah, eight years ago. Time flies. Oh wow. Um, I don't think you could tell if John and I cranked the dork factor up to 11. I mean, we're already way past that. You guys are mad 11ing. Yeah, I noticed. Uh, Very good. Well done. Well played. <laughs> We can smell our own. Yes. <laughs> Even through barbed wire internet. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I only hear every third uh, word, so I just laugh. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... So, Shannon, I'll let you go ahead. Yeah. So... You know, I'm obviously a big fan of all your geology dorkiness, but so well, why are you, you called the, you're welcome. Um, but geology is rife with a whole bunch of, you know, double entendres and hilarious <laughs> words. So why are you guys the amoeba people? <laughs> well, um, because, prim uh, primarily because the concept of the band is not strictly geology. It's not strictly earth science. Uh, that's what I was teaching at the time that I wrote a lot of this material. But um, uh. but uh, but basically, we wanted something that that had the ring of science to it, but could also be kind of very general as well, so that it could apply to whatever science we were uh, approaching. It just happens that we have more earth science songs because uh, that honestly, that's what I was teaching at the time, and so um, that uh, that's the stuff we performed and and made videos for, and that has gotten a great response, and so. Uh, that's why we've stuck with it for so long. So the Amoeba people actually came from a teacher I used to work with um, when she was just simply talking about art, kids' art. And she was describing the different stages of art. And uh, and she said at one point, you know, kids draw blobs and then they draw Amoeba people. And then pretty soon the people are no longer blobs. And it just, it just stuck in my head. I was like, Amoeba people, that is so cool. And uh, so we, we have Mrs. Malarkey. That's actually her name to thank for. No. no. Her name is actually, yes. I'm not making that up. Mary Malarkey is her name. And she's retired now. And uh, we have one of her auto harps as well. Right? Yeah, in fact, yes. one of the auto harps that we have. Yes. We have many auto harps. Oh um, all of them are out of tune. Um, but one of them was her can, old auto Can heart. you tell? <laughs> no, you can tell. Yeah. Well, the amoeba people can. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like a job for the amoeba people. Yeah, so that's why the name is not specifically uh, geologically uh, geared, I guess you could say. Because we dare go cosmic from time to time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that, that is true. There's lots yeah. of rocks in space, guys. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Had we known the fervor with which the geologically minded would love our music, we probably would have gone with something geologic uh, from the start. 
Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah we, we we like the name, and we're we uh, and we like doing geology songs, and we we find we a way built to... up to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Save the there best for go. last. Yeah, well, we were, for and we were bold you. enough to title our brand new album coming out next month the Fossil Record. So yes, <laughs> so that's awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're we're real excited about that one. Um, so what I'm real interested, Ray, what grades do you teach? Just elementary or? Do you well, do the stuff reason, in front of high school the reason students? Why, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the reason why it was uh, a lot of stuff about plate tectonics and things like that is because I taught sixth grade, which is usually middle school, but in the district where I teach, that's part of the elementary. So the curriculum right. is still middle school earth science curriculum, but I was teaching it at an elementary level. So I had the, you know, kind of daunting task of, of making a very large textbook about – um, you know, rocks and plate, te- plate tectonics and everything um, accessible and interesting to a bunch of sixth graders who were just staring at me like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> yeah. And so, so that's how the Alfred Wegener song, the Continental Drift song, came to be because um, I literally began singing the first line of the textbook because I just couldn't get their attention. And so I just picked up my guitar, which is always in my room, and they were just, you know – finally paying attention <laughs> and and all of a sudden I was like oh my gosh this you know and I'd always used music in the class so it wasn't something totally brand new but but how well it worked to teach something that for them was a bit on the complicated side that's when I was mm-hmm. kind of like okay I think uh, I'm on to something here that's great well I just I wondered because I show the continental drift video in my classes i actually played it the other day and i teach you know college freshmen and sophomores and i love that it it just it goes with it it doesn't really matter what grade it is because these are non-major so they don't really know much about it they haven't heard it since sixth grade themselves right and um i just i love it one of my good friends also does a thing called geology kitchen which is this really cheesy thing where he bakes stuff and it talks about the rock cycle and I show those in class too and I think that that kind of science communication is super important which is also why I'm really excited to talk to you guys because you know kids wouldn't remember your boring lecture about plate tectonics but they're definitely going to remember you singing to them right the information (laughs) sticks way better when it rhymes and has a beat and then if you get to watch the three of us nerds dancing around to it uh, then it then it really does the trick. Then it really scars you for life, which is. <laughs> but as it does, yes. you remember the science. <laughs> either either you identify as your people, or you yeah run the other way. You're exactly right. <laughs> yeah, and that, I I'm glad that you brought that up though because that is something that we've really loved hearing from people is. Um, I, so it, to completely answer the question, I, I've taught grades six, five, and four. Um, okay. and we have a song called mineral man about the hardness scale for minerals and Friedrich Mose and all that. And that song was actually written when I was teaching fourth graders. And to hear that that is being used, um, you know, in high school and college level courses, um, and continental drift as well. And of course the geologists are coming like, you know, hitting at all these different age levels. That's actually our primary goal is to get it to to appeal to not only a wide range of ages but people who might not have a strong interest in science but then also ha- be scientifically sound enough that scientists and science teachers will be like okay it's it's still legitimate it might be goofy 
Um, it might be on the 11 on the dork scale, but, um, but it, 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 there's a scientific legitimacy to it. And so we work really hard to, to strike that balance. So thanks. Yeah, that's, yeah, you definitely do. That's super excellent. Awesome. Oh, Appreciate yes, ab absolutely. I would agree. So uh, I, I was looking through the bios on your website <laughs> and picked out a couple of uh, very interesting tidbits. So I understand that, uh, Ryan, you play the vocoder? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, we have a, a couple songs where I use the keyboard and basically it digifies my voice into whatever notes I'm playing on the, uh, on the keys and it makes a kind of cool robotic effect. He's kind a real Frampton Alive kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> with, with yeah. The keyboard, <laughs> the yes. When I'm rocking the vocoder and these guys are dancing, it is a sight to behold, let me tell you. It's just, you can't help but shake your rear end a little bit, or maybe a lot, you know? <laughs> it's pretty amazing stuff. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, I, that is awesome. <laughs> I remember hearing about the vocoder. It was like a line in Rent. I'm a real big like musical theater dork. Um, I played the saxophone. <laughs> and I had to look it up. And so I was real excited about this tidbit that you actually use the vocoder. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun with it. We try to use all kinds of oddball instruments as often as we can. Definitely. Yeah. So, so what are some of the other odd things that you've used in your songs? Uh, we've oh. used the Glockenspiel. Yes. Glockenspiel, <laughs> uh, auto harps, auto harps, uh, zoos. Three out-of-tune auto harps all at one time. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Bad. Quite a cacophony. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, the, was it juice harp? Uh, yeah. yeah. Juice, juice mouth, harp or juice harp? Mouth harp? Yeah. Yes. And then, um, gosh, uh, the little bells, spoons. the kids' bells, spoons. Uh, the theremin. Theremin. Yeah. 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 Um, we... Ba basically, our, our whole the whole story behind the Amoeba people, the story we created for the band, is that we're musical ambassadors from the planet Crouton, which, uh, by not the way... Krypton. Not Krypton. Crouton, yeah. Uh, which is in the... <laughs> Ensalada star system. Exactly. It's in the Ensalada star system. And... Um, <laughs> Yeah, and and uh, you know it, there are a lot of uh, similar planets to the planets in in this solar system. You know, like um, there's uh, what is there? There's Endive, which mm -hmm. is uh, has a hazy atmosphere, <laughs> kind of like Venus, right. I believe. Um, and uh, but but there's also interestingly enough a very very small planet um, out on the the, the edge. IBB. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, what we affectionately refer to as IBB. Imitation um, bacon bit. Yeah, imitation bacon bit. <laughs> it's a lot like Pluto. <laughs> It, yeah, and it lost its uh, planetary status. It did. It, it lost its planetary status. A, a only, yeah. so. So it's too small it's of a bit. Sadly. It's a tragic tale. But um, yeah. in coming from <laughs> another planet in another star system, uh, approximately 27 light years from Earth, um, we basically, once we got here, we decided to make use of whatever we could find uh, here on planet Earth. So that's kind of the nature of uh, we'll use any instrument uh, that we can get our hands on um, even if it's not an instrument. Even if it's not an instrument, that is true. Yeah, <laughs> we've dropped an entire uh, bag of uh, of metal plates before as an instrument. So yes, uh, we used a oh. box full of rocks with uh, boots on my hands. That's before. right, yes. box of rocks. We've used that. So we we do what we can. Nice. Um, tin cans. I can't tell you how satisfying dropping a bag of metal plates sounds. Oh, it's incredible. It's the yeah. best. It's fantastic. You get a lot so of great. attention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. 
And the looks on people's faces when you do it is the best, too. Yeah, they yeah. squint a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sound waves hurt your eyes. It's, no. pa- it's pain faces. And, yeah. so, <laughs> so where do you do your recording? We do most of it here where we're uh, recording right now, which is the M51 Records Laboratory, a.k.a. My Garage. Yeah, it's Ray's Garage. <laughs> <laughs> For short. Um, yeah, so M51 Records is our own label that we use to distribute our music. And uh, we call this place the M51 Records Laboratory. And occasionally, you know, we'll do things elsewhere. Um, you know, Ryan will do some things at his place. Our uh, engineer keeps begging us to do drums somewhere else. (laughs) He's like, just pay the money, will you? And go to a studio and do your drums the right way because he has to work a lot harder to uh, get the drums dialed in. But he does a great job, It pays off, man. Sounds fantastic. We're like, hey, you need to stop doing such a great job on these recordings. We're supposed to be lo-fi, man. Exactly. We made it sound good. (laughs) What are you doing to us? Why spend all that money in a studio when you make it sound amazing here? So that's our friend Alex. Alex did more who uh engineers for us so he's yeah super human that guy <laughs> yeah total wizard yep <laughs> i've heard my uh i've heard my neighbor kid on his trap set next door so if you guys need somewhere to crash i'm sure he's cool with it <laughs> sweet <laughs> nice wherever out there down. i'll give him some drum lessons while i'm there, <laughs> there make a little please, extra scratch please god do that <laughs> <laughs> um, so when it comes to uh Coming up with the songs, making lyrics. I know Ray, you said you did a lot of the a lot of the songwriting, but where does the inspiration for a topic come from generally? Oh, that's uh, well, that's a great question because it comes from. Um, it would seem like if you're teaching, it's pretty obvious where it comes from, but it actually comes from a lot of different places because we. Uh, some of it comes from the classroom. Um, I, I really need something to, uh, you know, to just like kind of get the kids' attention, um, or you know, um, I'm like, gosh, you know. I, I had this old lesson that worked and it's not working at all with this group of kids. So I'll come up with an idea that way. But um, sometimes uh, just like real life events, stuff that's going on in the news, the yeah. C- Cassini probe, uh, the grand finale. We did a song about that. Yeah. Uh, we did a song people, for the ACS. People will contact us um, and, and just uh, say, hey, can you guys write about this? And it kind of comes down to whether we have the – um, I guess you could say the, the time, depending on what's going on. And we're like, oh, yeah, we could really use a song about that particular thing. Like if it like somebody contacted us about glaciation and I was like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what do we do? what do we do about glaciation? But it, it took about two years. Then there we had a, a time period where we're like, oh, you know what? A song about glaciation right now would fit into our live set, you know, like um, and then we met somebody who was a glaciologist that helped, too. So. Um, somebody contacted us over YouTube asking if we'd do a song about Marie Tharp. Um, and, oh. and yeah, so that's going to be on the next, the new album coming out, um, the fossil record. Yay. And, Yay. uh, yeah. And, and actually a couple people, um, emailed to ask about Marie Tharp. And so that's actually going to be our first video too, from the new album. And it's a song called girl talk, which is, uh, basically how, um, uh, when she first, uh, presented her map to her colleague, and suggested a rift valley at the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean. He referred to it as girl talk. So, um, oh no, he did. Oh, oh no, yes, he, he did. did. <laughs> 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 <And> so, 
<laughs> so yeah, I mean, the ideas really do kind of come from all over the place, starting with the classroom. I, I do think that's where a lot of them begin. But now that we've been doing it for this long, um, they kind of come from from all over the place. And, and Dustin was mentioning the um, the Cassini thing. That was like really cool. That kind of came out of nowhere. Um, we met. Uh, there's a. I don't know if you guys know the podcast. Um, what's what's the, the podcast? Planetary, Planetary Radio. Planetary Radio. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. It's the podcast of the Planetary Society. And Matt Kaplan, the host, we were at this event for science teachers, and we were playing at it, and he was there, and he just came just up to chance. us. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he's like, oh, my gosh. Like, I got to get you guys to play at something that I'm involved with. Like, I don't know what it's going to be, but, like, this is really cool. And so um, so we just kind of went back and forth for a number of months, and he um, said he was going to be doing some, some shows on, you know, Cassini's finale. And um, – so he's like, do you guys want to write a song? Do you want to, um, you know, see if you, uh, and so we said, yeah. And, and then like, he, en- yeah, yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Damn and stupid. then he ended up sending it to the, uh, the project manager. Um, is that what that's called? Project scientist, mm-hmm. uh, of Cassini. And, uh, she loved it. And that got us an invite to go witness the grand finale as well. So it's like Which been a lot of just so really cool. cool things, just kind of from all over the place, uh, inspiration coming from everywhere. Falling into our laps. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I'm so excited about this Marie Tharp song. Uh, you guys sent us some tracks, and I haven't listened to that one yet. Um, but she was a petroleum geologist here in Tulsa, which is where I'm from. And so that was real exciting for me. Hometown hero. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <Very> good. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. Hometown hero okay. makes good and finds her way into posterity with an Amoeba People song. <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> I'm, precisely. I No one knows who she was before, but... <laughs> Well, I've noticed, I have noticed though, um, she's gaining a bit more traction because as I've been, as I was doing research for the song, um, there, there are more and more things kind of popping up and people becoming aware of, of her contributions. So that's kind of been cool too. So if we can help add to that, um, that'll be really exciting. Uh, it, yes, exactly. Um, the association of, um, the American Association of Petroleum Geologists, so the AAPG, did a big thing a couple of years ago, and um, someone wrote a book about, uh, like, the women of petroleum geology, and they followed along no with way. the first, yeah, it was the, the first hundred women that joined AAPG, and she actually just did a talk that I went to, and it was amazing about, you know, how early women were involved, and not amazing at how they got no credit <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's the one so, thing we try yeah. to emphasize in the song too is is the fact that the the science was solid all along and it was literally yeah. just the fact that she was a female that it was kind of scoffed at initially. Oh, right, exactly. So, you know, I just sit in meetings and say something and wait for my male colleague to say it and then everyone affirms that it was a good idea <laughs> right. that he had. So <laughs> Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um it's real Glad interesting. I thought of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, think that's song, awesome. Another one about Marianne oh, too. Oh yeah, we do have a song there, uh, on the new album about Marianne. Um, so it starts off with these. I guess you could okay, very very bad Scottish accents because I'm doing most of <laughs> harding yourself, right? <laughs> and, okay. Uh, and these gentlemen are we we think they're on a farm. We kind of put in some farm sounds, uh, and they're singing about uh, James Hutton, Farmer Hutton. And, um, and then uh, a a woman comes into the mix, our friend Megan O'Toole. She's an incredible singer and actually Irish. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah. No. And, um, and, and she comes in and, and mentions, um, you know, Mary Anning, and then she bursts into song, and then everybody joins her. So um, also, you know, like, I, th- I think we are, you know, um, you know, in addition to not only trying to tell stories that are not as frequently told in science, also um, very much aware and trying to make people aware of the female contribution as well. And I think uh, the line in the song is... Um, uh, uh, who's the one who sells the shells, the shells she found down by the shore? She's the one who sells yeah. the shells. Yes, she's the seashell seller of lore. You'd know her better if they had let her enroll at Oxford or Cambridge, perhaps. But this seasheller <laughs> wasn't a feller and therefore couldn't oh. attend with the chaps. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey! Hey! That was a good one. <laughs> That's too shabby. Don't panic, you guys. Let me get my spoons. (laughs) (laughs) Don't start the next. That's that's too conventional of an instrument. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. true. Uh, That's amazing. Um, That makes me so excited, especially because it's, you know, we talk about science education all the time on this podcast. And it's like, that's where you lose women in science is around middle school. It's not college it's not high school you know it's that middle school you know hormones basically i guess Uh (laughs) but that's where you lose them so that's even more important that you're doing this and makes me even more excited very cool well thank you yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) so uh, you've mentioned the fossil record uh, a couple times so can you tell us a little bit more about it you said it's coming out in about a month right yeah, I'm, I'm not sure when this podcast will air, but um, yes, November is when the album's coming out, and uh, it's uh, we we did a Kickstarter campaign for it uh, to help us, you know, because uh, you know obviously we we do everything ourselves and um, fund our recordings ourselves, and so um, we we realized this one as we were beginning to record it, we were like, this is like this is the best thing we've it's really done, really good stuff, like yeah, for sure. hands down. So we want to make sure that we we get it out there the right way we want to make sure it's awesome it's quality nice. um and for so, once because <laughs> <laughs> oh, we usually do everything yeah like 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 dustin was saying we do usually do everything fairly lo-fi uh, which we like we like that aesthetic but we were realizing that this song really is like a full band kind of album and so we wanted it to to sound great so we wanted to get it mixed and, and mastered properly and uh we you know did a kickstarter campaign to fund that and that was successful that was a number of months back and then now it's um, just about ready to go. And um, we've got like a lot of cool plans for it, like a lot of just uh, super fun kind of, you know, out of the box marketing plans for it. Um, and we've got, we're gonna have a vinyl version coming out about six months after the <laughs> digital release. Um, there's a local label here where we are in Long Beach, California. Um, they're gonna help us release it on uh, vinyl. And um, and then we've got all these uh, top secret marketing plan ideas that uh, it's very secretive, very secretive, <laughs> and they're secretive because we don't know what they are yet. No, no, that's not true. Um, or do we? <laughs> or do we? Um, but dun, yeah, dun, dun. and and um, and it was cool because a long time ago, um, when we realized all the songs um, were pretty much geologically oriented or uh, fossil oriented. Um, uh, I have a tendency to come up with album titles that are extremely long and wordy. <laughs> and uh, so the title of the first album was Songs, Stories, and Other Non-Sequiturs. And, um, 
And then Dustin yeah. gave the title to our second album, Cosmigos. So, <laughs> so, <we're> like, <laughs> so I was like, you know what? Yeah. Like, even though I love the long drawn out title, I'm a huge fan of it. It literally doesn't fit on your little iTunes player. <laughs> like, you know, it goes right to the ellipsis. <laughs> the little after, square. Like, halfway through a word. And so I was like, you know what? I need to start listening to Dustin's title ideas because. Um, Simple and dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, what are we going to name this incredible album that will cover all four billion years of Earth's history? And I'm like going on and on. And Dustin's like, the fossil record. That was it. And so Oof. I was like. Done. Nailed Dude, it. I'm like, that's perfect. That's a, yes, let's call it the fossil record. And then you've We're got so the, the corny double entendre of the, uh, uh, is it an entendre if it's just unsexy? I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Okay. No, yeah, the, I don't think so. The, I didn't know there was a sexy factor when it came to entendre. Probably <laughs> 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 really the most unsexy word there is, right? Um, it sounds kind of French, French maybe. Who knows? It's French, um, exactly. But, <laughs> the, the double meaning of the record being the fossil record of, of fossils. And, of course, this is an album. An uh, which actual that... record. It's a wordplay, Ray. A wordplay. Word See? Mm-hmm. He keeps it simple for go. us. You know, direct. This guy. This guy's got to speak French. It's a wordplay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's... Um... But, you know... the. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. The, the long album names that that's perfect for you know an academic papers. We used to have a competition when I was in grad school for who published the paper with the longest title and the most brilliance in it. So that, that fits right in. <laughs> but but the fossil record that that's an awesome name. So if folks you know the, the Kickstarter is over, you're about to release the record. How can people get a hold of your music? Well, uh, the best way is to just kind of visit us on uh, you know either social media or our website, the Amoeba people.com um and the, uh that's where you can kind of get the basic information it'll be on itunes um we also have a Bandcamp page um you know depending on what your preference is as far as how you like to download and then when the physical copies um are released um later on we're starting with the digital release um uh, then those will be available also through our website so pretty much um you know you'll you'll get everything from us which is always the better way to go because when we mail stuff out we like to make it cool, so little little fun tidbits in there, and little fun thingies, you know, that yeah, that'll show up in your half half eaten Cheez Its, yeah, uh, stuff like that. Everybody <laughs> loves that stuff, right? Paper like, clips. They're gonna love this one. Yeah. <laughs> and there's your granola bar, uh, half eaten, but um, used batteries. <laughs> uh, my favorite. We actually we said fun we, for the whole family. <laughs> We actually said in our Kickstarter campaign, um, for the people who contributed at a certain level, we still have some of our yellow Cosmigos t-shirts available, but we said, but when we run out of them, if they're still contributors who didn't get a shirt, we'll make sure they get one of Mr. Mosley's uh, worn shirts. Probably washed, most likely. But But I can't guarantee that. Not guaranteed. (laughs) Most likely washed, but not guaranteed. So oh, yeah, and we do like that con that direct contact with people. I think that's how um, we've uh, you know been able to collaborate with so many cool people. And um, you know, I know like the people at JPL here in Southern California, they're very like, oh, yeah, don't don't say I'm so and so from JPL because uh, JPL can't be seen as promoting any particular thing because it's a public right. organization. Right. But they're people from JPL who've been really cool to us in in very top secret kind of ways. Yeah. Who just are <laughs> fans of our music and. And, we get uh, to bounce ideas off of them. And, yeah. And yeah, they're get, super cool. Get the uh, state of the art information from them to make sure we're we're uh, 
not spouting off a bunch of non-truths in a song. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We, and we do try to fact check everything as well as we can. Um, but having said that, on the fossil record, I know for a fact I mis I'm I mispronounce at least five dinosaur names. There's, there's got to be because we have a song that has 40 different dinosaur names in it on the new album, and there's just no way I got them all right. I just know for a fact. I don't know which ones I messed up yet. That's half the but. fun is uh, mo- <laughs> every dinosaur has a, a wrong pronunciation, I think. Yeah. And yeah. Half the people know it one way, half the people know it the other way. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's how and, people can get in contact with us is through the website mostly. And, and, and people do email us and we do respond and we like staying in contact with people. Um, if, if anybody out there is listening and you contact us and you don't hear back, try another uh, try social media. Try because we we pretty much respond to everybody. Um, and uh, between the three of us, I respond to most of the mail. But occasionally, if I get super busy, I'll forward stuff onto these guys, and they'll respond. And uh, we love to be weirdly personal. <laughs> that sounded that sounds kind of creepy. But creepy. But I, I, <laughs> I leaned into we're trying it a bit, to dial sorry. down the creep factor. <laughs> when possible, Wait, maybe people will not stalk you. It, it did sound like we were stalking yeah. your listeners, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. If you don't get through the first time, email us again. And if you don't get through that time, just message us on social media. Yeah, so uh, if you see us outside your living room window, <laughs> we'll share Cheez-Its together. <laughs> oh boy! As you can tell, we have a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, I love that on your Kickstarter too. Your different levels were different parts of the geologic time scale. That yeah, was, that was my that was geologist fun. heart. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Our our T-shirt design for the fossil record um, is a simple record, um, and uh, we're debating about whether the record itself will have, you know, the. Uh, Precambrian, Paleozoic, Mesozoic, and Cenozoic as song titles. We haven't decided yet, you know, because those aren't actually song titles. But like, like we we try to put in as much dorky science humor in every little spot that we can. We're very uh, detail oriented, for better or for worse. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> That's awesome. So are there, other than, you know, buying the songs or buying some T-shirts, are there other ways like Patreon or something that folks can support your work? Well, I'm glad you asked because (laughs) (laughs) it just so happens. We just put, uh, actually, we recently put up a Patreon page. And ladies and gentlemen, we have one patron. Yeah. Brought to you by Patreon. We have have one patron now. Um, It's something uh, that, you know, we know a lot of people that are using Patreon. So we're Mm. like, um, that would actually be great because it would afford us the opportunity to to do more videos because they um, they do cost you know to to produce videos and to edit them and everything and and uh, we want to do way like for this especially for this album we want to do we want to step m- it up yes. as many videos as we can for this album so um, so yeah if people are interested in seeing uh, some stuff from us uh, as as much as possible um then yeah we'll uh join our uh, be- become a patron and um it's we're trying it out we're like the hardest band to to market in the world because <laughs> it's not just like a band <laughs> it's not like we can go open up for anthrax you know what i mean <laughs> right. not yet you never know. <laughs> not, yeah. <laughs> yeah um it is true the marketing of the band is a little on the difficult side because a lot of people will. <laughs> we can't like go on tour. You know Anthrax. what I mean? Like we can't just play at your local. Yeah. We played at one bar, but yeah, yeah. We can't just do like the bar scene. It's 
it's been a, a, a interesting genesis of learning how to <laughs> get how to work our way into the scene because it's not the music scene. We're not we're not really a part of the music scene, but we are a band still. So it's it's been interesting. Yeah, it it is I'm, a little I, difficult. I, I, what you oh, guys need to do is you need to find all the science conferences that are Finally, happening. Finally, somebody and knows. Find like the bar next to the conference center, and yes. it'll be crazy. Yeah, That's yeah. A actually, great somebody idea. tried to do that for us um, at the last American Geophysical Union conference up in San Francisco. Yeah, uh, isn't the volcanologists that are known for drinking? All the all geologists. Just all the geologists. geology right. department in general. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They're big big on the beers. Yeah. And the amoeba people are yes. too. <laughs> <laughs> we love our Crutonian brews. <laughs> yeah, no, but somebody suggested exactly what you mentioned, uh, trying to get together a show. And we, we actually did try to get it to work uh, with a couple people kind of um you know helping us out with some uh, venue options and it just never came together um it's something though that uh looking forward to what we actually want to do with this um because we do it obviously you know in our free time uh, part-time but um mm-hmm. the the encouragement that we've been getting uh from people like literally a lot around the world i mean we, we have people in south america mm-hmm. saying when are you coming to brazil when are you coming uh some guy in italy mm-hmm. like i could put together a show for you guys in italy you know um we keep like, hearing done. yeah go yeah. for it we keep hearing this but you know the <laughs> the logistics great. of actually getting a band places that's again what dustin was saying what we've encountered is people are like hey come to our conference and we're like okay to get a band yeah, out there yeah. with sound equipment and instruments yeah, here's what it's going to cost and like okay Never maybe mind. next time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like this is a conference not Ozfest. <laughs> exactly. exactly so it does you know we do we do run into that but we are finding that our most devoted audience really is the scientists and the people and the science teachers um and so we're just um in the process of figuring out yeah like you know we like our goal like if you were going to say like where where do you guys envision this thing going like we you know uh, there's we've successfully done it once with um the american chemical society yeah, yeah. We played at their conference true that, true. that that actually did go through without any uh any problems we played at the american chemical society conference um, nice. uh, thank you to the Teamsters yes. that helped us yeah, out there. Thanks to the Teamsters. <laughs> the Philadelphia Teamsters. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. That was when we drove all the way up there. Oh, played, great. They, they play, paid us great and only played like 20 minutes. We're like, really? Yeah, That's all was... you want us to play? Like you yeah. brought us all the way out here and paid us? and <laughs> room and, and like, board. And they're like, see ya. And yeah, we're like, yeah, have a good one. Thanks. Well, this so. was quite an experience. <laughs> fantastic. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we had a blast. <laughs> So yeah, so that's well, that's where I- we are is 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 figuring out the uh, the logistics of how to move that to the to the next level because we envision like a whole what what we really want to do with our live shows is create a whole n- like nerda palooza where um where you come to an amoeba people show and it's a, it's an event and you've got people with you know tables from their scientific organizations vendor booths yeah like yeah. it's it's like Guess speakers. yeah it's it's, it's nerdapalooza for science nerds you know and then um you, you you've got like some great performances and then the, the headliner of course is us and that's that's our our goal with this and um uh, and and it also to uh since we're throwing out all the goals you know um we've been working on a, a tv show idea for quite some time too and even had a a development deal uh, for a year 
that didn't come to fruition, but uh, we've been going that angle as well, which is which was actually really exciting to kind of go through that whole process. Also secret. Also secret. Yes. <laughs> Top secret. <laughs> that's that's okay. Nobody will hear the show. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's that whole thing is up, so we're good to talk about we it. We can now. talk about anything now. Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes exactly. Uh, <laughs> so I, I I was really curious listening to your, your song. So I first heard. Uh, the geologists are coming in a, there's a large geology uh, programmers and geologists Slack chat room that's about 800 people and somebody posted it in that and everybody was going crazy. I really was reminded of uh, the sounds of science, which are the songs from Bill Nye. Uh-huh. <laughs> do you guys, uh, do you remember those? <laughs> Is that, are, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in, actually in his TV shows. Yeah, at the end of his TV yeah, show, yeah. every time there was a song about whatever they had been talking about, and the album, or the yeah, the album was always called "The Sounds of Science." Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Little footnote at the bottom. Yeah, no, I totally remember those. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, was there any influence from that, or because <laughs> I mean, they have they have several geology songs, of course, yeah. all fields of science, but uh, it it seemed very similar to me and awesome. Because I missed yeah. those. <laughs> yeah, like I, I remember there were some um, because I, I would still use those in my class from time to time. Um, uh, there's some that are pretty cringeworthy. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, there, yeah, there are a few. But yeah. then there are the ones that are like really, really good, and you know, definitely. So I would say, <laughs> here's our answer: we're influenced by the really, really good ones. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, like I think there was one that was like a parody of uh, Love Shack, and it was like called Bloodstream. And uh, it was just really yeah. worthy. It was just like woof. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But some of the better ones, I think, were really fantastic. Actually, yeah, that's definitely an influence. Um, I, I was thinking of who you'd open for. I mean, besides, they might be giants. I mean, yeah, you're right. There's not much else out that's there, the right? Problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. That that's kind of why we feel like we're 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 building it up to where we kind of would be the featured act. Um, we did a a thing um last year. Um, 2017, uh, and we called it the Summer Science Party, and um, we basically, you know, booked a show um, uh, through a local club here, and um, our friend helped us put it on. Then we got the Columbia Memorial Space Center, which is a local science museum that we collaborate with a lot. We got them to sponsor the event, and we put on a fun little night. And but Planetary Society came Planetary too. Society sent volunteers there, too. They had a table. So it was kind of like a small version of what we eventually want to do. Um, okay. it's just a matter of, um, we, we, uh, we planned it so far in advance. Um, there was, you know, there was a problem with the fact that it was on the same night as the premiere of Game of Thrones. When you're a nerd band and all of your nerd fans are like, oh my gosh, it's the Amoeba people and the, it's, it's, it's the... You know, uh, yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah, so they, 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 cho- they chose Game of Thrones is what Basically. they did. So, uh, we, we had a good turnout considering the fact that it was that premiere. But, um, but yeah, we would have had a much better turnout had we not, uh, you know, shot ourselves in the foot with that one. So, we totally marooned <laughs> ourselves on an island. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we, we had friends show up who came at like, at like after our second set. We did two sets that night. We had friends who showed up and like, you guys are already done? <laughs> like, yeah. How was the episode, jerk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was course, great. That's the thing. Is exactly. They all like, it was amazing. <laughs> like, well, thanks. <laughs> yeah, so, so were we. 
<laughs> but you're right. It is it is a problem trying to find who we can um, open up for. So we uh, there's a, a place here in, in Long Beach. Um, the guy who's uh, going to be releasing our album on vinyl, he has a club here as well in addition to a record store. And he's constantly throwing out possibilities. Hey, I got this this band from Japan coming in. You know, they're really kind of crazy. Um, listen to them, see what you think. You know, he's always trying to help us put shows together, but nothing has really come together in that realm yet. Um, you know, we're, we we want to, you know, do shows that, that really kind of fit what we do and not just do a show to just do a show. So that's why we, when we do things like, you know, the Natural History Museum, that's perfect. You know, it's like science mm-hmm. museums. It's really cool. But we also want to start building up a thing that people come specifically for for our shtick you know so we've been linking ourselves to other uh events and and stuff like that so yeah it's been educational it takes time we're figuring it out and uh and we're we're actually we feel like we're we're better now as a live band than we've ever been before so it's we're in a really good position to start kind of building from where we are only took us eight years. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I will say the Geological Society of America next year their annual meeting is in Phoenix, and so oh. I want to talk to you about that after this, after we're done actually recording. Oh, right on, <laughs> off air. We can stay at my mom's house. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Mom lives out there. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Mommy. So, yeah, I, mean, I was gonna say when you when you set up your vendor tables and everything for exactly. your Palooza, I will definitely buy a table for my company. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Cool, yeah. All right, yeah. do this. Hey, it just Let's, starts with one, right? We've got one vendor. Dealer. Yeah, <laughs> one Patreon <laughs> patron, one vendor. That's right. That's right. We're really ramping things up here. Ooh, man, we're not slowing down here. <laughs> That's all you need. We're a marketing machine right now. <laughs> so with all your secret things in the works, guys, um, have you ever guys thought about making this your day job? Just oh, about yeah. every day. That would be, yeah, yeah. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which day? No, um. Yeah, no, no, seriously, we, uh, um, cause obviously, you know, we all have, have day jobs and, um, you know, like I've got, you know, two kids. So, you know, there's, there are definitely things like we have to get it to a place where it's, it's definitely kind of like a sure bet, although nothing in music is ever a sure bet, but, um, but we've been doing like, and these are things that are not really like, you know, top secret or anything like that, but like we've been building up yeah. some collaborations with people, um, that, in order to build enough of an infrastructure so that we can get to that point where it becomes a day job thing. Like we're collaborating with an animator friend on a, a side project that's uh, inspired by the old schoolhouse rock cartoons. Um, oh, yes. and, and then we're partnering with a, um, uh, just recently, in fact, uh, the guys don't even know this. This just happened this last what? week. What? <laughs> uh, hold on, guys. We've we got to have a band meeting right here. Hey, guys. This <laughs> Breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, um, we're going to be collaborating with a, a teacher who, you know, does um, science uh, workshops and things like that. She's really amazing, and she's going to be helping us write uh, curriculum for the fossil record as well as the cartoon collaboration that we're doing with our animator friend. Damn. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> You'll see what I'm saying here. Yowza. Uh, <laughs> Yowza. So yeah, so we're we're definitely uh, in that that process of of getting to that point, um, and uh, so yeah, so w- basically we're we're working to build up our nerd network so that when we make a, a the, the jump into that into the kind of full daytime work, so to speak, that uh, we. 
a lot of these, you know, kind of things that we've been doing piecemeal will become a more consistent way of us getting uh, science communication out there. Because in the end, that's kind of really, yeah, we do it because it's crazy fun. There's no question Absolutely. that it's crazy fun. That's number <laughs> right? one. I'm sure yeah. you can tell, like, the amount of laughing that is <laughs> yeah. going on over here. That's, <laughs> that's not abnormal. No, yeah, it's... that is every time we rehearse, every time we're recording. I mean, like, it's just, it's such Non-stop fun. stop shenanigans. And so what, you know, the idea is, yeah, to take that fun, but then also, um, you know, I, I kind of feel just as a science teacher, like, communicating it to you know the public in general is extremely important um i don't want to say some of the things that you know have been in the public eye recently have been terrifying but some of them are uh, just people's um, either lack of knowledge or lack of interest um in in scientific principles that are are just basic um and extremely important so we're like hey look this is a totally different angle doing it from this zany musical angle we've got nerd magic we just need to bottle it properly <laughs> that's right <laughs> we can spritz everybody with i think that. we just found our show title right there yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect yeah <laughs> see man i always come up with the good see there you go titles. another title yeah, yeah there you go yeah. yeah dustin jordan title master what a champ that was what that champ. was more of a semicolon than a colon but that's okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> I love that. Let's not get into biology here, huh? <laughs> 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 Huzzah! <laughs> uh, you got Shannon started. We're going to be here a while. Shannon and Dustin to have a laugh off one of these. <laughs> My hysterical oh, laugh would be amazing. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to apologize to our listeners now and say you might want to turn down. Oh, it's too late now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I'm crying. Well, I may have driven a geology van off the road once laughing. It's okay, though. Everyone's alive. <laughs> well, so this is awesome. Are there, are there any upcoming... Uh, live shows that folks could see you at if they happen to be in the right area? No, actually, we, we've specifically not scheduled live shows. Uh, you know, again, doing this as a, as a part-time thing, um, it's we, we have put all our focus on finishing this album and then uh, shooting the first video, which is for Girl Talk. Um, we did have a couple commitments where we played a couple shows uh, these last couple weeks, but we had had those commitments for many, many months before. So we tried to kind of clear the, the slate and then once the album is out, um, yeah, we've already been in contact with people uh, who want to book us. And, uh, but we, we have not actually inked those shows yet just because um, we want to. Uh, I'm still drawing the album cover. Okay, that's really it. Yeah, that's, Dustin's still drawing the album cover. That's, that's why we're holding off. And we don't want to take more of Dustin's time no. with having to rehearse with live, for live shows and stuff like that. Cause, I work again, a million hours a week uh, killing, killing bugs. bugs. Killing bugs. Uh, <laughs> also known as pest control. Yes, yeah. Uh, I call it killing bugs. Yeah. So that's kind of what it is. Uh, but yeah, then I then I go home and draw for a ridiculous amount of hours and not sleep very much. So. Yeah. yeah. Not only is Dustin an amazing percussionist and just all around band member, but his artistic skills are like off the charts, like uh, hey, you know, drawing right. and grazie, grazie, molto bene. Mind blowing. <laughs> yeah. So we definitely don't want to take time away from him, you know, with um, 
with more rehearsals because we had to do that for those commitments that we already had and and we're and like, I play in two other bands too. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Hey, wait, that's your choice, Dustin. <laughs> An amoeba people revelation on this podcast. I'm an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) He's cheating on you guys. This is terrible. Man, I knew this day might come. Well, Shannon, it's not like we've never gone on other podcasts. (laughs) Just you, John. (laughs) Wow. We'll we'll put in the sound effects right here. So. And we have that effect on people, I guess. Yeah. The amoeba effect. The me- yeah. amoeba effect. I like it. <laughs> oh, All right. Well, guys, is there anything else that you'd uh, like to add that we haven't talked about? Uh, no, just be on the lookout because uh, we're going to be doing a lot of promotion next year um, in 2019. And uh, and you know what? I, I will say this. We, we'll go ahead and say this, too. Um, we found out recently that we are accepted into the Recording Academy of America, which means we are going to be submitting our new album for contention for best album uh, next year. Now, not rock album, so don't freak out. Like, you guys aren't going to beat the Foo Fighters. Um, but, uh, but Darn right, we're going to beat the Foo Fighters. <laughs> but uh, we are going to submit it. Since we are a family-friendly band, friendly band, as you can tell, not that I can say it well, um, we're submitting it in the children's category. So uh, coming next year, if you like the album and you like what you hear, uh, get in contact with us. You can become part of our Meeb Street Team and help us get the word out about the Fossil Record so that we can uh, get enough votes to get this thing not only a nomination, but who knows, maybe even an actual Grammy. That would yeah. be amazing. Boom. Boom. That is awesome. Yeah. Drop the mic on that That's one. super yep. cool. You won't even remember us then. <laughs> oh, don't say that. <laughs> don't say well, that. so hopefully a lot of our listeners will us. get in contact with you about that, because I know we've got a lot of listeners that are nerds right and are on. certainly going to love your music if they weren't already fans. Fantastic. And, I mean, well, they listen to a geology podcast, so they got to be nerds, right? <laughs> right, yeah. right, right, right. <laughs> They're doing it right. And, hey, I'm going to send a shout out to those geologists, too, because you guys... Thank you for passing yeah. around our video. Yeah, really. Yeah, I mean, you wildfire. guys have really... like that. That video has uh, gotten us a lot of attention just from people posting it to blogs. Like you go on like YouTube and it, it's got a lot of views, but it's it like most of the views have actually been on other formats have been on uh, like there's like a Facebook uh, geology group. You know, it's got like well over 100,000 views on there. There's um, some blog that it was on. I mean, like that that's where it's really kind of making people the rounds. Sharing it, yeah. And so thank you, you guys, like for yes, getting the word cool. out about what we do, because we want to do more of it. And uh, you guys have given us a lot of encouragement to do so. And this next album is specifically for you guys. That's right. Sure. Fossil record. <laughs> the geologists. Well, We're just happy someone cared. Yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> love <laughs> geology. It took for people sure. from a different galaxy. <laughs> right. Well, I, I will say this. One final thing I will say is that I, I one of the things why we, we do geology a lot of geology songs, it's not just because it's something that I've taught. It's also because... It's one of the most accessible sciences that people don't seem to know as much about. I'm really surprised, you know, because like, you know, like when you've got Morgan Freeman talking about the space-time continuum, that's really like that's going to get a lot of views on some TV show. It's really it's the mysteries of science. But the thing about earth science and geology is that like 
it's just physically accessible. You know, I mean, okay, maybe not like deep down into, you know, earthquake faults is not literally accessible, but I mean, like everybody, <laughs> everybody has contact with the earth, with the planet, with, uh, in some form or another come in, they come into contact with earth science and they don't know it. So, um, so being able to try to promote that, um, is, is something that we think is like not only important, but super fun because it is so accessible. The more you know. Mm. <laughs> well, speaking, of, speaking of super fun, uh, if, if you guys haven't already, please go visit our website and seek out uh, Geology Dance Moves with oh, Mr. Yeah. Mosley. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's right. You, yeah. you will see some truly mind-blowing dance routines, and uh, I'm very, very proud of it. Um, yeah. That's that's Mr. Mosley. Yes. Yeah. He, you um, can practice along with the video. Yes. <laughs> when we perform live, <laughs> uh, we, we break down each of his geology dance moves live, and we encourage the audiences to uh, do the moves with him. Um, uh, which they really, don't. It, it floors the audience. They're usually yeah. their mouths agape. They just they can't believe what they've seen. And, uh, it's flies going in their mouth. It's a very special moment at each show. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, join Mr. Mosley. And like, nobody does. They're like, no. Absolutely it's just, not. It's just because they're in awe. That's how, that's how yeah. I always take it. it. I don't know what you guys, but that's, I'm always thinking that. You know? How else they just can't believe what they're seeing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The, the, the geology dance moves are pretty awesome. I think we need to get Shannon's intro class to do this and yeah. record it. Absolutely. Oh, yes. That would be yes. so cool. Please, please. Yeah. Yes. We'll, we'll, we'll get it on the outcrop um, when we do our Springfield show. Nice. Yeah, that'd be excellent. Very good. That'd be awesome. Oh, nothing would make me happier. No, we'll have Ryan oh. Skype with you guys, and he'll he'll lead the dance moves. Right, right. I'll have to find an outcrop, though. Gosh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh they're awesome. going to hate me so much. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, they'll, college students will do anything for extra credit, right? It's absolutely uh, true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's great. If, if they have to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sure well, you haven't will. seen some of Shannon's intro tests. They're, oh, yeah. they're pretty brutal. <laughs> oh, pretty hard. I huh? did have some. I did have somebody do for extra credit an interpretive dance of plate tectonics. So see, it was more nice. ballet. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's out there. <laughs> okay. Very cool. Good stuff. Well, guys, thanks for taking the time to join us. It's been awesome. Hey, thank thanks you for having us yeah. on, you guys. We really, really appreciate it. We loved it. It was a pleasure. Shannon, that was amazing. I know. My face hurts from laughing so much. <laughs> I know. Which is basically every day for me. But yeah, it really is. That was fantastic. I can't wait to get this record and make them sign it and hopefully get some crushed up Cheez-Its in the mail. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I was I was just thinking, you know, I'm going to put the Fossil Record album cover on the wall in my office. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, this is so wonderful. I hope everybody gets a chance to go listen to their music and just surf their YouTube channel, too. Hilarious. <laughs> and we'll throw links to their social media, their website, their Patreon. Uh, seriously, go go throw a few bucks towards these guys. This is awesome. Yes, absolutely. And everything we discussed was an excellent segue into Fun Paper Friday. Yay. That felt real weird. <laughs> yeah, you did the intro. I did the cowbell. That was different. It always, yeah, it always feels weird. Uh, you you got to shake it up after almost 200 episodes, right? 
Yes. And just like the Amoeba people had secrets, we have a secret 200th episode, and the secret is we don't know what we're doing yet. <laughs> I was I was going to sit here and wait to, to have you announce it and be shocked like, like Ray did to them, but no, okay. We're still on the same page, obviously. <laughs> exactly. So uh, the the fun paper or fun article that you picked was, as they were talking about, it, I was like, wow, this is the perfect setup because it is called Dear College Students, You Should Take Geology by <laughs> Eric Clemetti. Right. So this is in Wired um, a couple years ago now. And yeah, it's, I mean, basically we don't have to talk about it because we've already talked about it. <laughs> Ray had some really eloquent things about saying how accessible geology is, which is a lot of what they point to in this article, and that you should know about geology, even if you're not a geologist. Right. So they they outline a few things, and here one is time, because geologists think about time different than most humans. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. I, I think it takes... <laughs> It takes a long time to, <laughs> uh, yeah, to get into that headspace. Um, this is actually one of my first homework assignments that I give in my non-majors class. And I make a big deal out of it because I want them to take it seriously. And I say, what I want you to do is I want you to spend 15 minutes and I want you to go outside with no one around you, without your cell phone, for 15 whole minutes. Okay, so someone else is going to have to time you because no one wears watches anymore, right? <laughs> and I want you to think about geologic time. Yeah, and it's a big deal. And I usually get, they come back and write about it, and I usually get some pretty profound one or two of those articles back. So, yeah. Yeah. So there's time. There's space. <laughs> um, yeah, space. You can because... do that in a couple of different ways, like the actual space, actual space, or like space rocks take up. <laughs> well, they say they talk about scale in this article. So you need space in terms of sizes of continents or sizes of planets. And then you need to talk about space in terms of how does this ion work its way into this crystal lattice to yeah. change the way this mineral works? And you need both to solve the problem. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. See, this all goes into... This is why I shared this, John, and I'm going to talk about it even more now. <laughs> because this is why I love this. You talk about the Big Bang, but that same sort of Big Bang happens on so many different spatial levels. Like, you have the Big Bang, but then you also sort of have a little mini Big Bang when you start to make the solar system and on and on. And it's... Yeah, the infinite levels of space are pretty pretty cool believe fractal might be the yeah that's the word interest yeah there we go <laughs> so uh and uh, there are several other things in this article you know resources and hazards and that kind of thing yeah. the one that i thought was most important though is synthesis <laughs> uh yeah that is that's true um and I said this in class today. It was really funny. I brought back some stuff from some other lectures. And I said, see how it all starts to tie together? And without kidding, one girl seriously was like, oh, my gosh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this exact thing happened today. Yeah, I'm 
just like we were saying about the Big Bang, these processes, they all go together. You can't look at one on its own. And I love that they thought that the person who wrote this article thought that geology really drove that point home, you know? Yeah, and I, I sort of see why, because in geology, so let's say you're working in physics, not to not to bash on physics no. for any reason. But yeah, you want well, to, it's fine. <laughs> no, let's say you're working in physics. So you can create an experiment where you're controlling a lot of things, right? Or as many things as you can. Mm-hmm. You can repeat that experiment many times, and you can probe different parts of whatever process you're trying to understand, whether it's physics of the atom or superconductors or whatever. In geology, we have an N of one in terms of how many experiments we can do because there's one planet. (laughs) And a lot of our data got erased because of (laughs) weathering and other geologic processes. (laughs) And we have to use clues from every possible thing and put it together, sort of like a geologic Columbo. Oh, man. (laughs) How old are you, really? only old on the inside Uh, (laughs) it's so true um i had i had a student that took i teach earth history and a student that took earth history that was not a geology major and i said why are you taking this this doesn't count for your degree really and she said well i'm a history major i just like history i was like oh yeah (laughs) it's the same thing like if you like mysteries geology is for you too because that's all it is just like you said half of the evidence is missing so it's we're mystery solvers we're historians and mystery solvers it's awesome you know i wonder if that would be a good way for geologists to introduce themselves sometimes is you know what what do you do i'm a historian oh what time period do you study the devonian (laughs) like (laughs) that's it's a perfectly valid statement it's it's so true it's absolutely true especially stratigraphers like that's all they are so it's really cool so you either a detective that was the mystery solver word i was looking for <laughs> or a historian and so i like that they also say in here um that you know geology has a little something for everybody yeah definitely yeah and so it's like i don't like chemistry neither do you well i mean you do but you know we're more on the physics side but if you like chemistry or if you like death and destruction there's lots of that <laughs> or just the history part or the mystery part and yeah you should absolutely take geology yeah and they they do point out in here which i appreciate geology is not an easy science we do math we do chemistry we do biology (laughs) we do physics we do all of those things (laughs) it's not rocks for (laughs) chalks right and if you really like the math and physics then you can become a geophysicist. <laughs> oh, yeah, gross. Um, <laughs> so hey, <now. laughs> if, if, if you have anybody in your life that thinks geology is not worth paying attention to and they won't listen to you, then maybe you can uh, send along this Wired article because, you know, Wired's hip. People, people listen to them, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, send along a Wired article and a link to the Alfred Wegener plate tectonic song. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, all right. Well, Shannon, if folks want to get in touch with us or have any ideas for topics for future shows, fun papers, anything like that, how can they do it? 
Uh, yeah, please send us your fun papers. We're running low. Uh, show at don'tpanicgeocast.com. We're on Twitter at don'tpanicgeo. I am at Shannon Doolin. John is at geo underscore Lehman. Uh, come hang out in the Slack chat room, the Software Underground. We're on the Don't Panic channel. And as always, thank you so much to our Patreon supporters. Uh, we couldn't keep going without you. And until next week, remember, don't panic. It's not an exact science. Any opinions, findings, conclusions, or recommendations expressed are solely ours and do not necessarily reflect the views of our employers or funding agencies.